Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5 and you're listening to Parenting Hour and my name is Kathleen Rochnagy. This evening we're going to have a lovely show ready for you, for our listeners to listen into. Um, it will be of interest to a lot of you, I think, especially those who of you who have children between the ages of 16 and 18 and those children who may not be attending school or education or in training and you're wondering what they can do and it may not be your children but it could be a neighbor's child or a cousin or a niece or a nephew that you know and you could pass on this vital information to them and what they can do to better themselves and get qualifications if you want to ring in the phone number is as usual 0121 and of course, our email is studio at unityfm.net. We'd also like to welcome our Inspire listeners because this is going out to Luton as well now today. So thank you for tuning in, our Luton listeners. I'm not sure if you have a similar program down Luton as we're going to describe up here, but I am sure our guest will be able to put you in contact with other similar programs or find out some information for you uh, if you want to find out any more information about what she's going to talk to us about today. So I'm, I'm really happy to welcome you, Taiba, to the studio. Assalamu alaikum, welcome. Welcome, Salam. Good. Thank, thank you for coming here. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? What, why are you coming here today? What is this program that is for people, this specific group that is not in education, employment or training? Okay, firstly, I'd like to introduce the program as St Paul's Junior College, which is a program aimed at young people between the ages of 16 to 18 who are not in education, training or employment. And the aim of the program is to equip equip the young people for the necessary skills required to go out to be able to access any employment opportunities and further education opportunities. Um, The the programme is developed to support um, young people who have barriers to education Mm -hmm. and employment. Mm -hmm. Um, St Paul's Junior College um, provides valuable practical learning and offers vocational qualifications as well as functional skills in English and maths. Mm -hmm. The college has a strong business ethos and enterprise ethos and aims to prepare students for the workplace. So so the college is, is already set up, has been there. How long has been the college been there for? The college has been there for over three years. Right, OK. And it's, it's, straight up, it's set up specifically for this, these people, young children like this, and it teaches them maths, English. Maths, English, and they also um, engage on an NVQ diploma co- wow. in customer service. OK. And this is um, a level two accredited qualification, a national vocational qualification. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is in customer service, which mm-hmm. is open to all spectrums of jobs and scopes mm. where mm. young people, young adults are able to use that in all sorts of settings. Oh, you need customer service for everything. Everything. You can't do anything without customer services. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. So how long do they stay in your college to get this qualification? The programme is a year-long programme for 52 okay. weeks. Okay. Um, it's a full-time programme. 52 prog- weeks. That's wow. Right. That's not like normal school then. No, it's 
it's a unique program wow. aimed at young people who are disengaged or mm-hmm. who are finding it difficult to engage in a big college setting mm-hmm. or those who may have learning difficulties or those who may just not be able to engage in a, a big classroom setting and mm. um, the classes are small classes between six and eight young people mm-hmm. um, the maximum would go up to 12 young people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we're able to offer the one-to-one support to be able to support the young people to mm-hmm. ensure that we're we're able to meet their needs mm-hmm. and to be able to help them reach their aspirations and their goals through working with them intensively mm-hmm. and offering them the opportunity of work experience mm-hmm. employment fixed term employment opportunities mm-hmm. within the program so the program consists of um, functional skills work skills and an NVQ in um, customer service. service wow so there's a lot there and just going back to those 52 weeks because that's sticking in my head like there's 52 weeks in a year so that's they're not going every week of the year are they is that spread over to a year and a bit or something it is it is okay um spread over the year they mm. will have the holidays as christmas holidays off yeah whilst they're doing the fixed term employment contracts mm. the six months contract mm. they will have um annual leave allocated um as part-time employers okay. employees yeah. where they will be able to book time off just okay. like members of staff. Okay, okay, yes, I see, now I um, understand, yeah. So so that they can have the ethos and the understanding of the ethics of work mm-hmm. and also to be able to combine their studies because mm-hmm. the NVQ element of the, of the qualification mm-hmm. is really quite quite tightly mirroring mm-hmm. the fact that they're employed and doing work experience. Mm-hmm. So to enable them to achieve the qualification mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to be able to engage them through mm. fixed term employment opportunities mm. paid at minimum wage oh, oh good 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 and they get that for six months they get that for six and months and then after that is there's no guarantee of a job is there there, there is opportunities mm-hmm. um, available to young people for employment mm-hmm. but there's no guarantee at all at any well, time there's no guarantee for any of us is there no. indeed I mean. however they have a, a great starting off point where mm-hmm. they're able if there's a young person for example who's come from a background where they may have got great GCSEs but due to some um, family pressures or getting involved in the wrong crowd that they've, mm. they've not been able to get their place or secure their education mm. they're able to access this course and be able to gain the work experience, gain the um, fixed-term contract, mm-hmm. gain the qualifications to be able to move further on to a college, apprenticeship or training. Mm-hmm. Um, apprenticeships are now quite very popular and that is some of the routes that some of our previous junior college students have taken where mm-hmm. they've got their work experience, mm-hmm. got their qualifications mm-hmm. and been able to move forward um, onto an apprenticeship mm-hmm or employment opportunities. Mm. A lot of our young people on our junior college programmes, mm. whilst being on the junior college programme, they have been able to to um, gain part-time employment opportunities, mm. maybe weekend work or evening work, through the fact that they're doing this course and this mm. qualification and building on their skills and their qualities. Good. So I know you're based in St Paul's Community Trust and the school is there. Do you have people from all over Birmingham coming to this? Yeah, it's it's open to all young people of mm-hmm. all areas. So it's not specifically for anybody in Sparkbrook or in Borsal Heath. Mm-hmm. It is open to all young people between the ages of 16 and 18 who are not... <coughs> 
<coughs> in education, training or employment. Mm. And we are based in um, Borsal Heath mm. um, and we are looking to be relocating to the other site which is on St Paul's Road but mm. currently we are based at um, Hartford Street as part okay. of St Paul's Trust. Great. So people come from all over. Is there an application process or how do you, because you, you're probably indebted with so many people want to, to do something like this. I'm just thinking of even the students that come from abroad that um, maybe English is not their yeah. first language and they're still trying to learn English and they've got some GCSEs, but they're still not feeling confident and they would like something like this. Of course, this this is the sort of perfect opportunity for young people to engage on a programme where they where they will be focused for a year mm-hmm. and be able to achieve achieve these qualifications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what kind of a criteria do you have? Just, uh, to, to be able to um, apply to junior college, um, initially, um, if you are working with a connections advisor mm-hmm. or if you have a youth worker, you're able to contact myself um, through St Paul's Trust on 0121 464 8740 or you can email me directly on junior college that's j-u-n-i-o-r dot college c-o-l-l-e-g-e at st paul's trust st paul's trust is one one word all lowercase dot org dot uk Great. We're going to come back to that at the end of the show because maybe not everybody's had a pen to be able to take that sure. down. So we'll allow time for people to get a, a pen and paper and we, I'll ask you to repeat that again, inshallah, at the end. So just people contact you or contact this email address. And then after that, what happens? When would they best contact you? Can they contact you now? Can they contact you any time during the year? Is We, there we are recruiting throughout the year. Okay. But this programme that I'm currently recruiting for, yep. ideally, we are looking to start... Um, this program for November mm-hmm. and we are open to taking referrals throughout the year and ideally it's based on an individual basis on their okay. individual circumstances mm. so if the program is running uh, six months into the program it may be impossible to start the young person to catch them up to the to the level of everybody else mm. but we would be able to start them on the program when the program is due to start the following year. Okay, so they can, and because you have that age limit anyway between 16 and 18, there's an opportunity to do that. Of course. Very good, wonderful. And they don't have to have GCSEs to come into it? No, they don't have to have GCSEs. I mean, we have had students in the past who Mm. have had GCSE qualifications, Mm -hmm. but who just didn't feel comfortable or didn't feel that college was was right for them. Mm -hmm. They wanted a mixture of work and they wanted a mixture of um, a qualification where they can get on but mm-hmm. also they wanted a program where there's a lot of practical mm-hmm. activity involved yeah and as we understand young people are lacking the skills to be able to gain the employment or all the skills to be able to gain an employment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this this program will help them and enable them to to do that Great, that's wonderful because they're gaining both at the same time, uh, indeed. And and it could be as well. It's a big, uh, big environment here, especially moving to Birmingham. If you've been in other parts of the country where you're in a, a smaller school, smaller setting, smaller classes, and then you move into Birmingham, and you have these colleges with reams of people and classes that are huge, and you're just kind of like a number. You m- yes. might feel left out a little bit that you don't have that little bit of. Uh, 
a person one to one kind of mm-hmm. attachment there with with tutors so this is something that you can help with where if course, somebody's the struggling co- there the course is is there to help and build on self esteem mm-hmm. on confidence mm-hmm. and also it, it'll help them to build relations with peers mm-hmm. um it's also a course for young people who are, haven't had the opportunity to um engage in, in a program that's got a fixed term contract mm-hmm. attached to it okay. um also the program is open to those who have had exclusions or who may have not got on or achieved any GCSE qualifications right. or who may be struggling um in college as mm. a result of not achieving the academic school qualifications okay so it's open to a lot of people and how do you find that then as the course runs over the year do these people that have maybe had a rough time in school and have been excluded or have some behavior issues do these people kind of settle down and because they're doing something practical something more uh, for them specifically for them uh, that they are are better in in this system of course, us, us, we have seen great achievement results in terms of case studies. Young people move on, and how how it's benefited them. A lot of young, mm. lot of our young people have come in feeling feeling really low confidence, mm-hmm. unable to uh, read or write properly, mm. or feeling embarrassed of, of the fact that they're not able to do basic English and maths. Mm-hmm. And we're there to support them. We support them throughout the fifty two mm. weeks of the program throughout their work experience mm-hmm. opportunities and whilst they're on their fixed term employment contracts mm-hmm. they're allocated a mentor who also supports them throughout the employment contract to ensure that they're supported and monthly supervisions are carried out mm-hmm. um, the, the lead tutors will come out to the work work placements mm-hmm. and visit the learners and carry out assessments mm-hmm. so part of the qualification is carrying out um their role mm-hmm. but as the tutors will also be overseeing mm-hmm. the young people carrying out the qualification mm-hmm. um elements of the qualification mm-hmm. through their work mm-hmm. how they're communicating how they're working as a team um and assessments are also carried out whilst they're out doing mm-hmm. their fixed term contracts mm-hmm. so the support level for young people is is quite there's a lot there for support that's right and if you have a young person that doesn't really appreciate that and still play up and is still not behaving well and haven't learned their lesson what consequences can you put in place or what do you do with those i think what we what we do is we we all at the beginning of each program young people sign learning agreements right they take part in a thorough induction mm-hmm. and they also um form group ground rules yeah. which are formed by the group yeah. so we do re- we do re- we do go back and revisit those and review mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. Fa- failing that we look at our the referring agencies mm-hmm. and we work with those agencies and we look at what are the support what is that young person lacking mm-hmm. what is the issue is it anger management is it mm-hmm. the fact that they can't control their anger and this is why why it's leading to them being in these situations mm-hmm. or if they are always in trouble constantly with the youth offending team or mm. with the police how can we work better with them to create to get them to have an understanding of what they need to do to make changes to mm. help themselves 
Great. So that's great. So you're able to identify other problems and issues that might not have been identified that's in the past. Right. And it, it could be that they have a sick uh, mother or father at of home course. and they're caring for them and of they're doing course. a lot. And it could course. be just feel resented by something else. That's right. Because mm. uh, within, within the communities, we do have a lot of young people who are carers. Mm. Not knowingly, but yeah. they are carers yeah. and they have responsibilities. Mm. But within that, sometimes they forget that mm. they have a responsibility to themselves mm. in terms of getting their qualifications mm. to move further into employment, mm. training, create more goals and opportunities for themselves. Mm. I can hear from you and I see from you how passionate you are about this. Uh, mashallah, it's lovely interviewing you. You're, you're you. really passionate about this. What was it that brought you into this field in the first place? Um, I do love working with young people. I love supporting young people who have barriers to education, training mm. or employment. And it doesn't need to be just like barriers as such as getting into trouble it could be that it is low confidence or they are having personal problems or they're having issues and it's a way of um, connecting with the young person to be mm. able to look and to look at and see how we can meet mm-hmm. better and meet their needs mm-hmm. to be able to progress them further did you come across a lot of young people personally that it had an effect on you be before you took this job or was this something that you slipped into this um i've worked on alternative education programs um previously mm. and i've always found that young people are able to engage on alternative or um alternative education programs um mm. because they're specifically tailored to their needs mm. so those who are coming from care leavers background or those who who are coming in new into the country or who have a a less understanding of what are the requirements to get into a university or to get into a college setting Mm -hmm. Um, but also one of the biggest achievements is to be able to see a young person grow develop achieve and then also move on to employment and then come mm. back to let us know how they're actually getting on. And I can it's see that smile in your face when you're, you're obviously visualising some of the students when you're saying that. You can see them coming in as, as one and then developing over the yes. years and going out as somebody else. Mm, yeah. Mashallah, mashallah. It must be really wonderful to see that transition. To And sometimes these people are given up on in their schools and maybe even at home as well you know the, because the, the parents don't understand what's going on and and have thought well there's nothing for these young people but actually see them making that change and taking that responsibility must be really yeah there is, there's always there all there always is scope and activities available for young people out there mm. i know within birmingham the youth service cuts have been dramatic mm. in in over the years mm. um but I do believe that there are a lot of young people who are able to access or can access the junior college provision mm. um, through St Paul's Trust. Mm. I, um, I think a lot of Muslims were, as a community were suffering and not knowing who is it that is needing this help and then where are the services and how can we approach these services and maybe sometimes they feel families feel stigmatized that you know I don't want to put my child there and just keep struggling and struggling and the child won't attend college or drops out completely and it gets worse and worse rather than actually thinking what is there how can I benefit my child what what does this program do and how can we get them to to attend this program 
I, th- I think it's an active, uh, it's a pr- quite practical and active program for young people to be engaged in. I think the young people, to be able to do this program, the young people would need to would need to want to do a program and want to make some changes to their life mm. or to their current lifestyle mm. mm-hmm. where they're able to engage in an alternative education provision mm-hmm. and gain qualifications that mm. will enable them to move on to employment or training mm-hmm. or further education. Mm. A lot of our young people do tend to move on to either employment or apprenticeships mm. um, and further college after doing this program. Uh, if you had a, a young person that was involved in drugs or alcohol, for example, um, how would you help that that young person? Um, we would work with our agencies, our partner agencies, and we would work with the young person and the referring agent and mm-hmm. identify at, on the onset at the interview. Um, we would we would conduct an interview, an initial assessment, which mm-hmm. will look at their barriers, look at their previous education, mm-hmm. look at their current needs. If they need, if they have had an education healthcare plan, mm-hmm. which looks at if they've had um, learning difficulties or if they've got any statements, mm-hmm. which which can also be put into our initial assessment and we can look at action points and agree plans of moving forward. All young people have individual learning plans as part of Mm -hmm. the programme as well as individual development plans. So we do set goals, we set targets and we also monitor and review these. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of if there was a young person who had drugs or or an alcohol issue mm-hmm. I would co- be contacting um, alternative agencies our current partnership agencies and working with the young people and the agencies on on a, on a way forward mm-hmm. whether that's counseling whether that's treatment mm-hmm. but it would also in I would ins- ensure that the young person is consenting to this before mm-hmm. I even think about asking for another agency to come on board mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bit tricky, isn't it, when they're 16, they're kind of had to... Do you have to con- uh, contact their parents? Yes, we would still be eligible to, to mm-hmm. contact their parents and their referring agents mm-hmm. in mm. relation mm. to any issues mm-hmm. or any concerns mm. that we may have. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have to expel a child over your programme? Um, we... We have had um, an incident where a young person got very angry. Um, he was referred to, to us through the youth offending team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with youth offending teams, the police, the probation, education providers, colleges. Um, and this young person um, was very angry and he he picked up a chain and he was walking around okay. and with threatening behaviour. Mm-hmm. and. We have um, staff who are trained to deal with young people um, who are at risk of, of causing physical injury to mm-hmm. themselves or to others. Mm. Um, but it become apparent that because this young person's height was mm. a bit taller than the Not staff sure. yeah. um, and he wasn't paying a lot of attention, mm. uh, on this occasion we did have to call call the police in Mm. he didn't get arrested Mm. the police just helped us calm him down Mm. calm him down and get him home safely Mm -hmm. and that was that was one of the occasions where and 
even then it was a suspension. Really, really. So I look in all your years experience in working with this, you've mentioned one case and it wasn't uh, an, uh, an expulsion. Yeah, no, because so. we were able to understand his, his so issues. Something he was angry that for off. a reason, yeah. that's right. Mm. So we couldn't, although the police were called and the police could have arrested him because mm. he was holding a chain and mm. he was using threatening behaviour, mm. but we did strongly advise the fact that that wouldn't benefit the young person because mm. obviously that would then turn him against us. Mm. We want to work with him, not course. against him. Of course, so and it's great what you're trying to do with working with people there and people maybe like this or people that are just shy and not confident, don't have the language skills of the other That's extreme. Right. So you have mixed groups there mixed groups. and trying to help people to progress. And each one, what I love is each one's individual. So it's an individual learning plan. Yeah. It's an individual development. Everyone is individual, individual. personalised for they, them. But they're always there to support one another mm-hmm. because they all come from similar backgrounds or they're all there for the same reason Mm -hmm. to be able to engage Mm -hmm. and gain qualifications and gain the experiences that they require to meet their aspirations goals and to be able to move forward great great well we're coming up towards a break now and i know after the break we're going to come back more and talk about this and actually speak to a young person who has been through the program as well which our listeners will be very interested in hearing uh, about their experience and their journey and as i as i said earlier when we started the program it may not be your child you know listeners but you may know of a child it could be a neighbor's child a cousin an auntie a relative or somebody you know just new to the area that you want to help you want to give them some advice that this wonderful service is here for them that uh, can that Tiba and her team can help them so just before we go to the break would you mind repeating that uh, email address or website that they need to contact yeah uh, the contact number is 0121 464 dot college c o l e g e at st paul's trust dot org dot uk st paul's trust is all one letter and it's all lowercase one word all lowercase great inshallah yeah. we'll repeat that later on inshallah do tune in to us after this break assalamu alaikum <laughs> 